Today's episode is brought to you by Taft Law and its Franchise Advance Program, a one-of-a-kind program developed by your host, Josh Brown, to help entrepreneurs assess, convert, and grow your business the right way through sound franchise structures. To learn more, go to taftlaw.com and type Franchise Advance Program in the search bar. If you think like, act like, or are trying to grow like a franchise, then the Franchise Euphoria podcast is for you. Hello and welcome everybody. Josh Brown here. And I created this podcast for one main goal, to help people who are trying to grow their business through franchising or franchise-like structures to do it the right way. I've been practicing law now as a franchise lawyer for many, many years, and I've seen it done the right way and the wrong way. And this podcast is not filled with a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo. Rather, I talk with real people, people who have been there, have done it, are doing it right now. And I also dive deep into specific topics related to franchising. So if this is of interest to you, you are at the right place. Enjoy. Welcome back to Franchise Euphoria. I'm thrilled to have on Alex Yader, who is an area representative for the Everbowl Franchise Systems. He's partners with Drew Brees uh, to form uh, the Everbowl Master Area Representative Organization, where they are looking to grow this thing to over 150 stores of their own stores um, within 13 states, North Carolina, South Carolina, Kentucky, Virginia, Alabama, and on and on and on it goes. How you doing, Alex? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you, Josh? I'm doing great, man. It's it's so funny because it's so rare that I have on. I was telling you this that uh, you know an area rep, but I love it. I love getting the different perspective. Obviously, you've teamed up with Drew, who who he's involved in a number of different systems. Yes, um, but I'd love, so I'd love to hear how you got teamed up. But before we even dive into that, tell us about your background. Yeah, so um, 20 years in the wireless industry, I got my degree in education and um, realized that um, I wasn't going to make the type of money that I wanted to make. Uh, So started to get into the business world, um, but was in wireless for 20 years. Um, Married to my wife, Kelly, for coming up on 20 years. We have four sons. Um, 18, 17, 15, and five. Um, so wide, wide range. And we, uh, we're neighbors to the north of you. We are, we are in Indiana as well. And, um, but we, my business partner and I, we sold our Verizon stores, all of them, uh, last February. We, at our peak, we were at 32 Verizon stores and, um, sold them off in chunks, um, and sold the last chunk off in February of 22. And, um, been doing, started our process with Everbowl at the uh, end of 2020, um, with the goal of opening just a couple of our own stores. And then it just grew and evolved into the, um, the idea of doing an area representative deal, um, for a pretty large chunk of the country. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it, which, which I want to definitely dive into. How, how did you, how did you learn of Everbowl? Let's talk about that. I mean, obviously you were familiar with, with retail, with stores, you, you come from Verizon, you know, obviously going from mobile to food, it's a big jump. Had, had this something, was this something you were always interested in, uh, in terms of the food sector or how did you, how did you get involved in that? So 
when I was a kid, I used to watch Cheers, and I thought I always wanted to have a bar because I just wanted a place to hang out with the same people all the time, right? And then as you get a little bit older, you realize, like, I, I don't want a bar. I don't want to deal with drunk people. Um, so then it kind of grew into, I want a coffee shop. Um, but, you know, us being from Hamilton County, you know, there's coffee shop. There's great coffee shops all over the place. Um, and I was on a mission trip with my church uh, out in California at the LA Dream Center, and I had my first acai bowl out there. And it was it was at that moment when I realized like I want to bring this to Hamilton County, and um, started looking at different franchises and came across the Everbowl franchise. And so it wasn't necessarily looking. Um, we knew my partner and I knew we wanted to get um, into another into another business, and I'm a f- huge fan of franchising, you know, find something that I'm interested in. And then you, you know, with, with, uh, item 19, item seven and, and, uh, you know, um, the, the opportunity to validate with other franchises, franchise owners, you know, you can get a lot of information and build out your own spreadsheets to understand if this thing, how profitable this is going to be and all that fun stuff. So yeah. Huge well, tell me, I mean, what I love about it is like having you on is, you know, I, I talk to franchisees, franchisors all the time, obviously as a lawyer, but you coming in as an actual franchisee, talk a little bit. You know, there's a lot of, listeners, a lot of listeners who are either franchisees right now or contemplating becoming a franchisee. So you 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 guys decide on Everbowl. You decide, okay, this is something we want to look into further. Uh, then you obviously, you get the FDD. You take a look at the FDD, you start reviewing it, you start, what What were some of the things you referenced item 19, you know, the financial reps, the item, you know, seven, some of the costs, so forth. What are some of the other things that were really important to you that stick out that you pay attention to as you're looking through these FDDs? Yeah. So the unique thing with Everbull is they didn't have item 19 and, and their, their, their first run at item 19 is maybe next year because they're an emerging brand and they had their own stores that got sold off to franchisees, but they weren't sure about putting that in the item 19. So my, my validation came through talking to the franchise owners and getting historical information from them. But, um, in franchising in general, yeah, I love, I love being able to, um, you know, franchise business coaches, franchise consultants are very helpful with that, where they'll help you to build out those spreadsheets on, you know, I always tell people, it's like when, when you're talking, you know, what's the top line sales, what's your cost of goods, what's your labor costs, what's your, what's your operating costs, you know, as far as your rent, your utilities, everything like that. And, and then you just start to think about, okay, well, we're, you know, is this a brand that's in areas that are thriving? You know, you look at Hamilton County, Indiana, it's a thriving area. So, you know, our philosophy is if we could find a, uh, a franchise that is doing extremely well, we could probably bring it to this area and do really well with it. So that was our thought process originally with Everbowl. But then, you know, you look across the country and there's not, <clears throat> excuse me, there's not a lot of uh, acai places across the country. So um, it was ex- exciting. Our, our, our eyes kind of lit up when we saw that. Well, I always recommend, as you said, you know, I always recommend get with an accountant to do a performa, essentially, you know, trying to do a performa where, you know, essentially you're putting in numbers, you're, and ideally you're, you're, you're putting in number numbers that, that, that make sense that aren't overly aggressive so that you can kind of plot out, okay, if I open this store or that store or this number of stores, you know, what does this look like? How much capital is it going to take? What's the cost uh, run going to be? What are the expenditures? Those sorts of things to give yourself an idea of where you're going to be because the number one thing that kills franchisees typically is uh lack of capital or access to capital you know so many of them are so close to getting over the hump 
and they just can't get there. Um, you, you guys are obviously in a different boat and, and that's great. That also though, you know, when you come in, Alex, and you come in and you, you, you look at, you, you guys are signing a deal to where as an area rep, you're going to go and you're not going to operate all these locations unless you tell me I'm wrong on that. Typically as an area rep, you're going to go and find people to operate as franchisees, right? But 150 stores now. Over what period of time are you, are you guys agreeing to do that? It's a, over a four year period. Okay, so this is an aggressive. This is an aggressive expansion. I imagine, and and again for the people out there listening, I always say this as well. You know, if you come in and you're looking at multi unit opportunities and you got the right people involved, you have yourself some good leverage, <laughs> especially especially with some with an emerging brand. Like this, so I imagine you guys utilize that leverage to negotiate a few things. To, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they're and they're you know we treat this as a partnership, right? You know, Drew Drew's a partner at the franchise or level. Um, he's a partner in WeBuild, which is a sister company that builds out these stores. Um, so you know we're 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 tied deep to them. We we plan on um, growing aggressively, but you know, not being sloppy with it. You know, John Wooden used to say, be quick, but don't be in a hurry. You know, we, we, we're not trying to oversell people on the idea of this. We're just trying to, you know, let people that are, let people come to the brand. Um, we walk them through process. We turn some people away. We make sure people have the right amount of capital, but, um, but yeah, we, we don't have any concerns about hitting that mark, um, of the 150 stores. how did you connect with Drew? Did you know him? Uh, no. Um, so the, one of Drew's business partners, who was his college roommate, Ben Smith, lives like right around the corner from our Noblesville store. And um, he's one of our top clients. Uh, he comes in there all the time. But the first week that we were open, um, I got introduced to Ben. Obviously, he was he was going to become part of the Everble system because Drew was already a partner in Everble. And they were looking to open up their own stores in the Indianapolis market. And uh, in that process, I talked to them about the whole concept of an area rep deal, explained that we had already done it in Tennessee and Virginia, and we had a lot of success with it. We sold 11 stores in the first 90 days out of a 15-store agreement. Um, and we already had stores that were in the pipeline to get open. And I, you know, I pitched them on the idea of let's take Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, um, and Illinois and bring Everbowl to the Midwest. And they called me two weeks later and they said, we're in. And I, I was shocked. Um, week later, we jumped on a Zoom count, uh, a, a Zoom call with Drew and, and the partners. And um, it was just really, really exciting to be able to have the opportunity to work with them. Um, Drew is super sharp business guy. He's, he, he's, He's inspirational, obviously, uh, for what he's done in his career, but he's also, he's a, he's a man that puts his wife and his, his family first. And, um, so I'm, I'm honored that I get to get to work with those guys and, um, you know, do it in a brand that we all love. And, you know, a few months ago, we, we, we'd been working on it for about six months. Um, but, uh, I, I was having conversations with people in the Everbowl system and people in the franchising space. And um, it was a conversation that I had with uh, one of the executives at Everbowl. And I said, man, we're going to be at 500 stores in five years, Everbowl is. And he was like, Alex, I'll be disappointed at where I'm for only at 500 stores. <laughs> you know, he's like, look at these other brands, look what they're doing. And I really started to research it. And um, I connected, reached out to Drew and I said, hey, I, I, 
I think it would be wise of us to re-up. You know, we had an 80 store deal at that point, um, and we started to negotiate to take it from the 80 stores to 150 stores. And um, so that's what we did re- recently. And you know, as you said, we're you know we are finding we are trying to find franchisees and. Um, a lot of our franchisees have come from, you know, my circle, uh, my business partner circle, um, some of some teammates of uh, Drew and Ben and Jason, the other partners, and then people that are people that are submitting applications on the Everable website. We've had a couple of people that were looking at other Asai concepts, and uh, just by doing a simple Google search for. Asai franchises, they found that Drew was associated with them. So uh, they, they got excited about being a part of Everable because of Drew. So it's pretty neat to see the impact that that he has. Um, because I, I also think that people see that um, he's not just a celebrity, he's a businessman. And he's been a part of franchising for, I'm not 100% sure, but I think like 15 years now. Um, you know, he, he was doing franchising, he got interested in franchising, I think he said halfway through his NFL career. So yeah. Well, something it was something I learned early on in my career was yeah, I never even thought about it when I was I started doing franchise law 17 years ago, but all of a sudden realized, man, somebody told me, you know, athletes they love real estate and they love franchises and that really is true. <laughs> they really yeah, do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and it's wise, you know, I, I've I don't know why, but like even in the wireless days, I always got connected to working with athletes. And one of my favorite athletes that I worked with was uh, Joe Hayden up in Cleveland um, back back when he played for the Cleveland Browns and stuff. And we got to work with some agents and the the good agents would always tell tell the, the players, you know, how important it was to build their brand. Um, and build it early and, and, you know, make sure that they, they were, um, you know, honoring to the fans, um, uh, because they were building an audience that, you know, beyond their career, they could, they could do stuff with. So you see the ones out there that just absolutely crush it and they're involved in lots of different businesses. And, um, yeah, it's, it's wise, you know, our, you know, transparently, one of our goals is to, to get involved with the, the NFL Players Association, the NBA Players Association, and, you know, be a bridge for those athletes that are looking for stuff. And, um, you know, we're very early in that process. But yeah, we're, we're excited to work with more athletes um, as they become. Well, it's smart because I get approached, I talk to a lot, and I'm ama- I, honestly, I'm amazed at some of the stuff that these very well known, um, not in your case, but others, you know, I won't mention names that the concepts they look at and you're like, really, you're looking at that concept. Really? And and part of it is, is they're just not informed by it. I think a lot of people see what the success that like, you know, LeBron James has had with blaze pizza. You look at Shaq with all the chicken concepts, you look at Drew Brees, what he's doing. You look at, you look at all these players and, and they, they, they sort of want to emulate that, but they don't, some of them don't know how to approach it. And so, you know, it starts with the agent and then, Sometimes agents will reach out to me and and look at we'll look at these concepts. I go, yeah, no, stay away from that one. <laughs> you know, um, well, you mentioned Ben and Jason. Who are Ben and Jason? So they're your other partners. Tell me about them. So Ben and Jason were college roommates of Drew. Um, so they they played at Purdue with Drew and uh, Ben is local local guy lives lives in Indiana and then Jason is uh, down in Louisiana so they have been um, they've had Drew's back for a really long time um, both super sharp business guys uh, and we just we get to get to do business with them and um, you know they help out on sales calls um, they haven't been to conventions yet but they're excited to start going to some of the conventions with me and stuff as well. All right, let's talk about you mentioned something that really kind of caught my attention. Um, 
you said with one of the concepts, you sold 11 in 90 days. And, you know, selling franchises is not easy, right? I mean, and so I'm curious how you're going about doing that, what you're doing, and then tie that in directly to, you know, Everbowl. Because obviously, you know, it's an acai, it's an acai bowl concept, but I'd, I want to know more about it. want to know how it differentiates from the other, you know, its other competitors out there. But talk a little bit about that sales side of it, because that's not really an easy, I mean, there's a lot of concepts out there. There's a lot of competition. So what, what are you doing? How are you approaching it uh, in terms of, you know, getting people interested? Yeah, the the um, the eleven and ninety days was uh, with Everbowl, and it was all in the state of Tennessee. And, oh, it was uh, Everbowl. Okay, yeah, wow. Yeah, and and you know we we you know we do craft superfoods, right? And obviously the the core of our business is our acai bowl. Um, and I think a lot of our a lot of our franchise owners, including Drew Brees, their story is the same. They they go somewhere away from home and they have an acai bowl and they want to bring it to their neighborhood. Right. So, um, they, you know, it's, it's a little bit of that, um, you know, eureka moment that it's like, Oh, wow. Um, you know, this thing's absolutely packed and jamming and it's not in Nashville, right? There, there's a few of them in Nashville, but, um, so I think that kind of puts the light bulb off. Well, you know, you got to counter, I mean, Alex, you got to counter your hot chicken with something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, by the way, you were, you said you were out at the multi-unit franchise conference last week. They, the hot chicken needed, I was joking around, like they need a chicken wing. There were so many hot chicken concepts out there. Is that amazing? I mean, it was just like overflowed overflowing with that and Korean barbecue. And yes. all, I mean, all sorts of stuff. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, so the, the, the acai concept makes sense, right? Um, you know, we're, we're, we like to say we're competing against the, the, the fast food places, right? It's like, oh, if you're going to McDonald's three or four times a week, trade that and come spend your money at Everbowl or instead, you know, Jeff Fenster, the founder of Everbowl, he's like a brand or he's like a, he's a champion for, um, superfoods, right? Not, not just what's his story. What's his story? Yeah. Jeff, Jeff's a serial entrepreneur. Um, I highly recommend, um, everybody check out, um, Jeff Fenster, his podcast is launching, I think in the next couple of weeks, um, based out of San Diego, started and sold lots of different companies, um, has a, has a, uh, a book that he just launched on Amazon about relational capital and like, he's the real deal, man. You know, like us Midwestern boys, you know, we, we can, we can, uh, spot, we can spot when somebody's not authentic, but you know, right from the start, um, you know, I remember one of our first calls, Jeff said, you know, we're just going to keep having these conversations until something doesn't work for you or something doesn't work for us. And, you know, he was, he would always check in. It's like, Hey, if this isn't right for you, you know, I totally understand. And just has a heart for people. And he's, he's a, he's a pretty special dude, but yeah, he's, he's definitely, definitely somebody that you should check out. So did this start in San Diego? Yes. Yep. Okay. When did it start? What year? Um, it's, uh, they're six and a half years ago now. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. So it started, and it, it's, you know, with franchising, a lot of times things start on the coast and then come, come inward. Um, and so when you, you know, obviously when you look at some of these, one of the things, and this was, this was a topic of, of interest at, at the multi-unit show that both of us were just at. And it's, it's something I often talk about and it's just super important for franchisees is it's wonderful to be passionate about the the product the service you have to be right i mean you when you go and you become a franchisee you become an area rep like yourself you got to love it but you got to understand how the business model works 
and 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 make sure that the underlying business model works. And you know, a lot of that comes down to what are the what are the unit volumes? You know, what are the average unit volumes? What what not not just on the top line side, but expense side. You know, all in what is what do what do those look at and the footprint of the locations and everything. And I got to expect that you know, with Everbowl, is it is it what maybe a fifteen hundred square foot location? Yeah, somewhere well, in that neighborhood. Number number one, I'm slightly offended you haven't been to Everbowl yet. So that's where we're meeting. We'll, 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 well, you know, I was supposed to be with you, but you know, you you, you had to reschedule. I'll, I'll meet you there. Well, yeah. we'll meet there, so I can yeah. try it. There you go. So, um, 800 to 1,200 square feet. Yes, we have bigger. Yes, we have smaller. But that's like our sweet spot. So, oh, that's even I'm, better. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you know, we we do look for you know. We do look for very strong retail spots. You know, I'm over by Hamilton Town Center, um, right next to Condado's Tacos, right? So that'll kind of give you a feel for what we're looking at. Um, you know, we're looking in Carmel. So if you see anything in your neck of the woods, let me know. But, um, you know, 800 oh, to 1,200 square foot labor, you know, we've got 75% of the, the people that work. I say people, they're kids, uh, our, our high school kids that work in our store. Um, so that helps us keep our labor costs down. RGM is RGM's a unicorn. She's an absolute rock star. Her name's Brooke. Um, she's 19 years old. Um, and she does our inventory. She does our ordering. Um, she does our scheduling, right? And we, we obviously help oversee things and make sure that our labor costs and our food costs are in line with where they're supposed to be. But, um, you know, those things, it's the systems and operations that Everbowl has put in place over the past six and a half years that make it um, easy for us to execute at the franchise level. So, I, you know, I like to say if, if we're running the play that Everbowl has put in front of us, um, you know, it's, in my opinion, it's pretty easy to succeed. And then, you know, you talk about unit level economics and you talk about cost of goods. Everbowl's obsessed with that, right? Like it's, that's a constant battle. You know, when you're an emerging brand and, and, you know, you're trying to get on a national level with your food distributor, you know, they're fighting that fight all the time, um, you know, to just, just try to protect all of us when it comes to cost, um, you know, whether it's getting the cost down on our bases, our granola, our fruit, whatever it is. All right. So tell me who, what kind of franchisees are you looking for? Who are you looking to come in and operate uh, these locations? Uh Owner operators that are really plugged into their communities are key. Um, you know, people that, uh, you know, in the wireless industry, we used to call them like the mayors of their town, right? So it's just somebody that, you know, is really good at our first two core values, making friends and having fun. So if you're really good at making friends and having fun, and then understanding that you're going to be working with a bunch of kids, right? So you're going to be comfortable um, around a bunch of kids and understand that this is an opportunity to pour into these kids. We treat our um, our store as a ministry, right? It's a bunch of kids from Youth for Christ, local churches, local youth church groups. Uh, my sons work out of the store. So we want it to be a place where these kids are protected, right? So it's got to be that person that um, can do that. Also have a little bit of that B2B um, not necessarily a B2B background, but they're confident in filling up um, a bunch of bags and going out delivering free Everbowls, right? So they're not just going to sit back and wait on the customers to come to them. They're going out there and networking for catering opportunities and people that are just always being innovative. You know, we, we have a bunch of franchisees that are innovative and they and they push, they help push Everbowl forward. So, um, you know, we, we do have, right now, I have three different um women that are entering retirement age, the kids are leaving the house, 
And they're looking for, they don't want to just step away and stop working. And, and they love their town. Um, one of them, uh, was a, um, a guidance counselor in the school system. Um, and it's just like, it's people like that are just, they have a massive heart for kids and they just want to stay in their community and they take pride in bringing Everable to their community. You know, I'm, I'm, I love, I love that we brought Everable, my family and my business partner's family, we brought Everable to Hamilton County. We take a lot of pride in that because, you know, we hear stories of people that are, you know, come and visiting us multiple times a week um, and they're eating healthier because they have a healthy option that actually tastes good, right? Like their kids will ask to come to Everable. So, because it's a full on, it's a full meal replacement, isn't it? I mean, you oh, come yeah, in absolutely. and I, yeah, I mean, if I if I meet you up there for lunch, we're gonna have lunch up there, and that's gonna be a full meal replacement. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. well, I'm gonna have you try like eight different bowls, so yeah, you're gonna get a couple meals worth. But yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, it looks. I'm looking at you, you know, as I look at your website, it looks delicious. I encourage people to go to Everbowl dot com. I love the you know. Obviously, you got to have this is an audio podcast, but people always want to get a get a picture of what it looks like, and and the bowls look. The bowls look incredible, yeah, um, so we, I'm excited to get up there. We met with a food lobbyist, my partner and I did, just to kind of get his opinion. Like he did a deep dive on Everbowl, and he was like, "This is this is a really good, you know." He's like, "I don't know the numbers, but this this is very Instagrammable. This is what people are looking for, um, you know. That that it's it's vegan, right? The majority of our stuff is gluten free, so you know you're slanting that way. Um, you know, we're two doors down from an ice cream place, which is just jam packed all the time when it's nice out. Uh, but we don't care, right? Like we, 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 we always like to say, Hey, our customers aren't going to go eat, the, eat their ice cream, but, but, uh, their customers are going to at least come try Everbowl. So, uh, Oh, yeah. I love it. So you're talking to guy, I mean, I, I'm a Vitamix kind of obsessed smoothie. I mean, I like my wife gives me, she, she laughs at me cause she's like, what are you putting into this thing? I mean, I, so I love this kind of stuff, right? I mean, I, I sit there, I make my little, I, it, they're not bowls, but they're, you know, these like smoothies with, you know, fruit and nuts and tons of veggies and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and so I love these kind of concepts. And the reality is, is you can get all the nutrients you can get, you know, all your daily nutrients, all the things, the probiotics, all those stuff that you need, uh, usually through one of these, you know, type bowls. And it's great. And it's, it's, it's great for, you know, long-term health, gut health, all that sort of stuff. Um, and, and that's why I think, that's why I think you're seeing a lot of these pop-ups. So, you know, they come in from the coast, you know, this started in San Diego. Obviously there's, there's people are very health conscious out there, but they are in the Midwest too, you know? Yep. Yep. And, and, you know, when I asked Jeff Fenster what area he would focus on if he was in our shoes, you know, a few years ago, he brought up Nashville, Tennessee. And I said, why? And he pulled up U-Haul's website and he showed how people that were leaving the coast, they were coming to Tennessee. And he was like, I, he goes, I have friends that are moving to Nashville now. So those people that have, like you said earlier, that they're, they're eating this stuff already on the coast. They're going to bring those, those uh, taste buds with them. And, um, you know, and it's, it's, it gets viral. I mean, we were even, we just opened up a store. A friend of ours, John Murray opened up a store in Chesapeake, Virginia. I mean, I think it's going to be one of the top 
10 stores in the company as busy as they've been. And I mean, there's other acai concepts out there. So, you know, well, it's it's, it's an experience, right? I mean, part of it is I always talk about with food is, yeah, you want you, the food's got to be good. It's got to be consistent. That's what you're hoping to get from their, your franchise brand. You're hoping to get creative and good and fresh menu options. But at the end of the day too, people are buying into an experience, you know, what they feel like when they go in, when they leave and after they eat your product. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. So how do people get a hold of you, uh, Alex, if they want to get some more information? I mean, obviously, everbowl.com. Yeah, I'm sure there's information on there on the franchise. But is there any other uh, information you want to pass along? Yeah, my my last name's Yater, Y-E-A-T-E-R. And there's not a lot of us. So just just search Alex Yater on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, and you'll find me. There is another Alex Yater on Instagram. He's a he's a high school senior in New Orleans. Uh, we're the only two Alex Yaters in the country, as far as I know. We, But he's my friend now. I connected with him and interacted with him but um but yeah you know reach out to me on social media um i share a lot about everbull um we we have a if you're local to indiana we have a new store opening next week in brownsburg indiana so you'll see me share a lot of content from there and um you can follow along on our journey as we we bring everbull everywhere all right and as we finish here we're going to get this on the recording you got to send me an invite to come up there and i'm there you got it you got it next couple of weeks we're going to get it done Thanks, Alex. You've been great. Really appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Thanks, brother. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Franchise Euphoria. If you enjoyed it, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. It really helps to get this show out to more and more people. Also, if you have any questions, have ideas for guests or topics, please email me, josh at IndieFranchiseLaw.com. That's josh at IndieFranchiseLaw.com. And finally, please note that this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes and is not in any way, shape, or form meant to be any kind of legal advice. If you're seeking legal advice, please contact a lawyer. Have a great one. Happy franchising.